0: Hi, I'm Rory. And I'm Erin. We're siblings, but we're pretty different.
1: For example, I want to know, have you ever seen the rain?
0: And I've seen skies of blue and clouds of white.
1: I am president of the Claude Aiken Fan Club.
0: And I applied to join that club six months ago and I still haven't heard back.
1: Your application must have gotten lost in the mail. You just can't trust the post office like you used to.
0: I guess that's possible.
1: I'm black. I'm white. But we do have one thing in common. Yep, I'm trying to like it. Me too. I'm trying to like it. Welcome to I'm Trying to Like It, the podcast where two siblings discuss all things pop culture and pop culture adjacent. We might disagree once in a while, but you can rest assured that we're both trying to like it. In this episode, we stay close to home, right here in
0: the heart of Southern Missouri. We're discussing the hit Netflix series, Ozark now in its fourth season, but first I'll try to stump Rory with some Missouri film trivia. Rory, who, 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 who. how's it going?
1: It is going fairly well right now. Um, we are doing AMI, so Springfield Public Schools have, has opted to do AMI because our COVID cases are super, super high. So that just means it's not—it's not considered like completely virtual, but it is virtual. But it's just considered alternative. Um, alternative AMI, alternative
0: something. Yeah, what does AMI, I I hear that term a lot, but It's it's.
1: alternative. Method. Method instruction. Okay. Yes. So we're, we're doing AMI for this week. Uh, so we started today. Yesterday was just kind of a work prep day. And then we started today and we're going to Friday and we'll kind of see after that. Um, if we will continue with AMI. Or, because we can get up to six days of AMI, or if we'll mm-hmm. go completely virtual. The difference of the two, I'm not <laughs> completely completely sure, sure, because it is, like, it's all over Zoom and everything, um, yeah. and so that's, that's what's going on right now. On yeah. Sunday, I did something to my jaw, and it hurts whenever I open my mouth to oh, kind of no. talk. Were you um, cheering
0: so loudly when the Chiefs won in the divisional round of the NFL playoffs. Was that why? Is that how you hurt your jaw? Rory, you still there? Hello?
1: Um yeah, so that's great. How what how's your day been? I'm
0: I'm doing okay. I am just uh TMI. Too much information. <laughs> <laughs> I just felt like I needed an abbreviation or something. I don't know. No, I'm good. I am uh, just uh, getting started into the new semester. so. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we're in week two now. And week two? What is, in.
1: what is the favorite class that you get to teach, That are that you are teaching? What is well, your most I, favorite class? There I
0: definitely enjoy the experience of teaching my ESL classes because I'm okay. in the classroom with the students. Tell people what
1: ESL is for them that don't know. Well,
0: it's, yeah, ESL or ELL, uh, English Language Learners, or English as a Second Language. Yeah, I work with international college students who are needing a little extra help with their English. Um, So that's part of my job. And then I also teach a course for international studies called Food, Culture, and Society. So that's really fun to teach. And I also teach a tefl certificate program for american students who want to teach english overseas so
1: oh, nice are you still did, did you say you were sorry i may have spaced out i heard something crash in my kitchen and i think it was the bag of twizzlers and it kind of freaked me out um did <laughs> you, <laughs> there's twizzlers in the house it was, it was really loud and i was like oh my gosh what is the that? twizzlers are coming from inside the, the, house. <laughs> the twizzlers are coming alive uh did you say that you are still doing your cooking class
0: Well, it's not cooking it, but it's it. It's an examination of the intersection between food culture and the impact of food on society. Yeah, food production. Okay, and yeah, so sweet. Yeah, so I mean, we do talk about cooking a bit, um, but more from sort of a cultural. Yeah, not not we're not necessarily teaching how to cook, but talking about methods of cooking and how that impacts uh, society. Okay, sweet. All right. So it's fun. That's a good topic. It's a fun topic to teach, but that is an online course. So it's a different vibe. And I definitely prefer face to face teaching, you know, in the classroom with the students. But, but anyway, well, we have a little bit of something like trivia to discuss here, Rory. I've prepared a little bit of a, a list of movies and TV shows that are set in Missouri. We're talking about the Netflix series Ozark this week. Yes. So, Ozark is set in Missouri,
1: like of the Ozarks, right
0: here where we live. Yeah, this area. But anyway, so yeah, it, Ozark is set in in Missouri um, and we're so proud of it as a state. <laughs> I think we just we're just proud of how we're represented in this yeah. wonderful show. But um, but there have been uh, many other TV shows and films that have been set in the state of Missouri, and so I wanted to test your your knowledge of that, Rory. So lay
1: it on me. I'm so ready. here's what's
0: going to happen. I'm going to try to prompt you to guess the title of the movie or film just by naming the 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 top billed actor or actress okay. starring in the film. If you need more help, I can name other people from the cast, but I think for many of these, you'll be able to get it.
1: Okay. And it's set. It's, it's supposed to be set in, they're set in the Missouri, Missouri yeah, Ozarks. So they, yep. But well, not, not necessarily, necessarily the filmed. Ozarks.
0: They're not just in the Ozarks. They're all okay. over the state of Missouri. But um, yeah, some of them probably were filmed in Missouri. Some of them maybe not. So
1: Okay. All right. Laid on me. I hope the first one's the only one I can think of right now.
0: All right. All right, some of these are... I'll start with an easy one. Okay. All right. Jonathan Taylor Thomas. Oh,
1: gosh.
0: Uh (laughs) (laughs) This is like a movie from the late 80s, if that gives you any help.
1: Is it a Christmas one? No. It's not his Christmas one?
0: No, but I'll give you another hint. Based on a classic novel by a, a Missouri author...
1: Oh, is it... It's not Huckleberry Finn.
0: Oh, you're on track. Because that
1: was Elijah Wood. Um, Well,
0: there's been two versions of this story.
1: Oh, has there? Okay. But yeah,
0: you've got the other one. So you have The Adventures of Huck Finn starring Elijah Wood. Okay. And you have Tom and Huck, which was made, I think, a few years before that. Okay. Starring Jonathan Taylor Thomas of Hmm. home improvement fame. If you remember, he was a, a heartthrob of the he early 90s, maybe.
1: Yeah. Uh, you know teen, more than I would. A
0: teen heartthrob. Yeah, you were not born at that point, so. Mm-hmm. All right, you ready for another one? Yep. All right. Um I got that one by default. <laughs> yeah. Here's a, a tougher one. This might be harder for you. Josh Brolin.
1: Was he in No Country for Old Men?
0: Josh Brolin. No, um, he
1: wasn't. He wasn't. He wasn't in that one. Yeah, I don't remember. Um, but that's set in
0: Texas, I believe.
1: Yeah. Uh, Josh. Okay, okay give me another actor. Or actor. <laughs> it's
0: not going to help a whole lot. But Stephen Baldwin. Stephen. And this is actually a TV series, not a film.
1: Okay, TV. Steve Baldwin, Josh Bro. Ugh. I have no idea. Is it old or young?
0: It's 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 quite old. It's from the Ugh. late '80s. Can you early give me 90s. some?
1: Can you give hey, me some hey, stuff here? <laughs> there's
0: Aaron? not a massive. Gosh. There's not a massive list available of movies and TV shows that are set in Missouri. It's so I just have to give you what's available. country-ish,
1: I would assume, since.
0: So this was the series Young Riders, uh, no based on, on the Pony Express, which was based out of St. Joseph, Missouri. Oh. And I do it was know a series Pony on TV is. for about three seasons, like '89 through '92 or something. Mm, I was okay. a big fan because I loved everything involving the the uh, Pony Express. So okay. All right. Now, ready back. for another one? Yep. This one surprised me when I saw it because I never, I did not realize this was set in Missouri. Um, okay. The actor, the only actor that I recognize the name of in this film is Jim Varney.
1: Jim Varney? Isn't the guy that played What's His Face? What's Ernest? His Face?
0: Yeah. Very good. You're on the right track.
1: Okay. Is it Ernest goes to camp?
0: No, it's. So is, uh, is,
1: it, is it is it an Ernest movie? Yes. Okay.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I do you want another hint? It involves a ho- a certain holiday.
1: Halloween
0: is it the Halloween mm-hmm. one. Yeah. Yep. Uh, Remember the uh, title.
1: Ernest, something stupid. Ernest, frightened, stupid. No, Ernest.
0: <laughs> Alliteration, Rory. Alliteration. Ugh. Ernest, scared, stupid.
1: Ernest, scared, stupid. stupid yeah,
0: I didn't realize that stupid. was set in Missouri. It I only really
1: know that because of Dave.
0: Jim Varney does seem very much like someone from Missouri.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, honestly, yeah. I feel
0: like I feel like Ernest is he fits in well here. Yeah, All right. Another one. I'd agree with that. Um, this one should be easy. Jennifer Aniston.
1: Jennifer Aniston.
0: I I'm, I'm sorry, not Jennifer Aniston. Jennifer Lawrence. <laughs> the,
1: this is the one that I wrote I've a, been, I wrote it down. This is wrong. the one that I've been waiting for this whole entire freaking time. Yeah. That is The Winter Bones. Winter's Bone.
0: Winter's Bone. Yeah.
1: The Winter's Bones. <laughs> the winter bones. Winter's <laughs> the winter Bones. The Winter's Bones is Bone. a different.
0: That's a, that's the that was the sequel. The Winter's Bones.
1: I think um, I was thinking of the Lovely Bones and Winter's oh, Bones yeah, yeah. and put together. That was actually wasn't that Jennifer Lawrence's like what
0: kind of a breakout of fame?
1: Yeah, yeah. What a great movie. movie. Yep.
0: <laughs> um, <laughs> another another one that makes us proud is Missourians, right? Like the whole meth under I mean, honestly.
1: Um,
0: okay, so the next one could be a little challenging, because um, I know, I doubt you've seen this movie, but it stars Brad
1: Pitt. Um, I know. I, is it old?
0: This was probably early 2000s. Mm. It's very good. It was... At least nominated for several Academy Awards. I'll mention another actor. This is actually probably one of the best performances I've seen from Casey Affleck. Casey Affleck, Brad Pitt. Probably the top two stars. Was it The Assassination
1: of Jesse James?
0: By... (laughs) <laughs> the assassination of Jesse James by the coward Robert. By the Ford.
1: coward, coward. Uh, Robert Ford. Robert Ford. Yep. Ah, well, I got mm. part of it.
0: Did you ever see that?
1: Yes, I think it's I actually really own that movie. I love that movie.
0: That's really good. Casey and Affleck I don't really... was outstanding in that.
1: Yeah, I think Casey acts. Ax- A- <laughs> I think Affleck. Casey. I think Casey Affleck is. I would like to say that he's a better actor than his brother. Um I think he because is. I <laughs> I just have I just have no no real interest in Ben Affleck. Um but I also feel like Casey Affleck gets kind of crappy roles.
0: Well, he takes he doesn't really take leading man parts like Ben Affleck does, <laughs> yeah. right? Yeah. Um, Casey Affleck, oh, I think at least the way he comes across on screen is like he's a little bit smaller, you know. Like he's not. I think mm, Ben Affleck's mm-hmm. a pretty tall, kind of big guy, you know. And Casey Affleck is a little bit more average in stature, and he plays smaller roles, you know, and kind of more character roles. I think so. I feel like most, but of I do his think he's a better actor than his brother. But
1: most of his characters kind of give me that derpy like that derpy frightened type of feel if I'm being yeah honest. I think
0: there's a fragility that comes across in his yeah roles. yeah all right ready for another one <sighs> this one might yeah. be hard um Francis McDormand movie the from the billboard a- one yeah Do you three bill three,
1: bil- three, billboards? Mm-hmm. Uh, three bill three bill three billboards uh three bills. I remember this. <laughs> this because actually has was-
0: Missouri in the title
1: um don't tell me don't tell okay. me uh i remember this because she won an award for it uh-huh. um th- three b- three bill and it's all about her daughter was murder three billboards outside uh ewing e- e- ebbing You're- ebbing missouri yeah ebbing Final which answer. is not
0: actually a real town in Missouri. They didn't want to use the, 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 writer, the script writer didn't want to use an actual town name. So yeah,
1: Uh, that's another one. I mean, that (laughs) is such a
0: bad representation of Missouri. I want to say that most most of these,
1: (laughs) every one of those, except for, I mean, honestly, the assassination of Jesse James, maybe not as much, um, but like winter's bone, obviously Ozark, that one, They're all kind of pivotal around redneck hillbillies and (laughs) drugs. So,
0: so here's one that I think represents us really well. Um, (laughs) Christopher Guest is the probably the most. Nah, he's not the most famous, but he's it's a it's a great cast actually.
1: (laughs) Um, Is it (laughs) waiting for government?
0: Yes, it is <laughs> one of our favorites. One of A our favorite, our family favorite films. Waiting for thoughts.
1: Guffman.
0: So, Christopher name. Guest, Eugene Levy, Parker Posey, Catherine O'Hara, amazing cast.
1: Amazing cast.
0: And it who's the it guy, who's, sincerely captures. Who's the
1: other guy? That's, ma- not, uh, that's married to Catherine O'Hara.
0: Oh, um, I always forget his yeah, name. Yeah, 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 and he's great too. He's in a lot of Christopher Guest films. He is. Um, he passed away, I think, just uh, a couple years ago.
1: Um, uh, man,
0: I can't think of his name now.
1: Mm, let me just tippy top.
0: Yeah, you can you can Google it if you want. Waiting for Guffman. Meanwhile, Fred Willard. Fred, Fred Willard. Willard. Yeah, actually, I used to work with. Uh, so I I had a friend in Colorado, who worked with Fred Willard or had met him and had kind of dealt with him for a day or so really um, yeah uh i don't <laughs> want to mention her name on you know her too but out in colorado she worked with a lot of movies
1: oh yes 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 yes, yes. Um, I know who you're talking about.
0: and so she had she had done a comedy festival i think she had worked at a comedy festival and had kind of spent the day with fred willard and she said he was just the nicest person ever
1: so, oh that's cool
0: yeah huh um, okay, <clears throat> a few more here. This one should be easy. Steve Martin.
1: Uh, I'm trying to think of all like the kind of trashy movies.
0: We discussed this film on another podcast. Is it podcast. the can one? No. No. Not the shot, the, the cans? You're thinking of the jerk. Oh, yeah. the
1: jerk. Okay, not that. That's this bad. one we've
0: already discussed on a previous podcast.
1: Oh, planes, trains, and automobiles. Yeah,
0: it's not actually... It, it doesn't start in Missouri and it doesn't end in Missouri, but there's a, a large portion of the film where they're supposed to be in Missouri. So Yes. Yeah. Um, let's see. A couple more here. Um, let's see. The rest of these are kind of hard. Cedric the Entertainer. <laughs> and and Vanessa Williams. I'll just throw her in there, too.
1: Vanessa. Cedric the Entertainer. Vanessa yeah. Williams.
0: I think I've seen this, but if I have, it was a long time ago. And I don't know if you've seen it or not.
1: I have no idea.
0: It is Johnson Family Vacation.
1: Yeah, no. Nope.
0: And they're actually, I think, if I remember right, they're like a family from... California, but their roots are in Missouri, and they have to come back to Missouri for like a family reunion or something. And so, they make that journey back back huh. to Missouri. But all right, huh. well, that's pretty much it. I don't know. I've got one more, but d- <laughs> I just don't think there's any way you would get this. But well, Vicky Vicky Lawrence is the main actress. It's Vicky a TV Lawrence. show.
1: TV show. Set were Ra- old.
0: It's set in Raytown, Missouri. Very old. Not like black and white days, but probably 80s. I don't I, even know who I, I would be Lawrence surprised is. if you've even seen an episode of this, but it was definitely something that I remember from TV as a kid. Um Laverne and Shirley? No. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> it, well, uh, what it's called it? Mama's Family. Mm. Mm. Set in Raytown, Missouri. I actually. Do you remember that? Let me. She look, like was because Vicky Lawrence was Vicky Lawrence was really not that old. She was like in her forties or something, but she played an old. Ah uh, yes,
1: I know with exactly a what that curly is.
0: gray wig. Yeah.
1: She was kind of. She was mean.
0: Yeah, she had attitude. She was spunky. She was yeah, spunky yeah. Old lady.
1: I don't think. I mean, I never really watched... I like. I never really watched it, but I know Mom did. And so I remember seeing it on TV, but it wasn't something that I was like, oh, let me watch this.
0: Yeah, I think, yeah. my Mom and Dad were kind of fans of it a long time ago. So I (laughs) just remember being on TV, and I think her, like, kind of her loser son-in-law and her daughter. It's either her loser son and his wife, or it's her (laughs) loser... Or it's her daughter and his her her loser husband. Or so anyway, they all live together in this house, so they like have to yeah, share. The space yeah, yeah, yeah. And, yeah. Yep, I know exactly so, what
1: you're talking. Yeah, about. Yeah,
0: Mama's family again. Not not a really great representation. <laughs> it's,
1: uh, you know, you <laughs> know, you get a real just,
0: sense looking at this list of like how Hollywood sees the state of Missouri.
1: Yeah, uh, yeah. it's
0: not It's not a pretty picture. <laughs> I'll just say as somebody who's lived uh, many years in Missouri that it's not as bad, not nearly as bad. And in yeah. fact, there's quite a bit of good. Uh, to be
1: fine right. in Missouri. Kansas City has amazing barbecue, like a, an amazing barbecue place. St. Louis has um, great
0: cultural history and it's St. Great Louis
1: city. has great cultural history. As long as a free zoo and science museum, which are and a, phenomenal, amazing
0: free art museum too. F-
1: amazing free art museum, like that is one of our fa- one of my favorite places to go to in St. Louis is yeah. the zoo, art museum, and the science museum, which are yep. kind of all in the same little hub. They have um, championship. And then Kansas City has the plaza.
0: Yeah. Championship winning sports teams like the Cardinals, the the mm-hmm. Royals, the Kansas City Chiefs. Yep. So there's a lot of St. Louis love. Blues. The Ozarks that are beautiful. People mm-hmm. don't what? want don't want to respect them as mountains,
1: but Yep. The, but they are. They may be the foothills of mountains, but they're and then you have also <laughs> you have the lakes. Um, so we yep. have Lots Table Rock lakes. Lake, Lake Taney Como, mm-hmm. Lake of the Ozarks, Osage Beach, all those places. So it gets a bad rap and we're gonna talk about that, but <laughs> on to a segment. Onto a segment. It is new and it involves drum roll please. You it involves you the listeners who send us emails or post <laughs> things. So Aaron, yeah. who have we got on the lineup today?
0: Well, we have our um, biggest fan from Korea. Oh, you hear Probably. that, everyone? <laughs> Korea. Yeah, you know, I looked at our stats the other day, and 30% of our downloads come from outside the United States. Wow. And they might all be attributed to this one person. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you know. No. no, they're really from all. Korea is actually down the list quite a bit uh on the, the the download like the countries where we get did you
1: say downloads. australia was one of the one of the top ones yeah the
0: top three i think are uh canada uk australia and then germany and then i can't remember <laughs> but yeah wow. there's but yeah 30 percent of our downloads at this point um in total have been um international so that's kind of cool i think
1: we're reaching people yeah we're reaching people across the world probably teaching them english
0: if you live somewhere outside the united states and you uh want to let us know where you are and and how you found us or whatever we'd love to hear from you but this is an email that comes from dave uh david he's uh our he's self-proclaimed number one fan in jeju (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> Jeju is an
0: island in Korea. I've actually been there a couple times,
1: and it's, no, aren't you fancy? Yeah,
0: it's it's beautiful. They call it the Hawaii, the Hawaii of Korea. So, it's oh, okay. a popular, like newlywed destination for for young Korean couples. So,
1: okay. Anyway,
0: so Dave writes, "Hi guys, loving the podcast. I think I'm getting to know your interaction better as the weeks go on, and for me at least, the unscripted stuff is the best." I think Aaron might disagree with me, but I think uh, he said he likes podcasts usually that stay on point. But uh, Dave prefers comedy podcasts, and so he's used to the rambling. So he said all this to say, let Rory sing.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Finally, someone Ah, I still get a little heated when you want to let me freaking let all that music out. I'm worried continue.
0: about um, copyright issues. You know, I don't want I don't want any kind of legal trouble. I
1: don't think we get copywritten, copyrighted, copyrighted.
0: We're not gonna get <laughs> We're not gonna get copyrighted. But if we're if we're using music that we don't have the rights to, well, then it's it I, it's me.
1: I. It's but you're not doing like a
0: cover, you're doing. You're performing oh, a cover of back. a, got,
1: <laughs> anyway, Dave goes oh, on,
0: oh, oh. Dave goes on, pointing out an error that we have made. He said, I think I heard you say that Coco's music, the film Coco's music was written by Lin-Manuel Miranda. Google it, it isn't at all. He's mm. really throwing the smack down there.
1: He is, we might have to fight.
0: That's like uh prove it. Nowadays, it's like, prove it. Google it. He says, maybe that was why you were confused why the music in Encanto was so different than Coco. So I looked this up, and it's true. Uh, Lin-Manuel Miranda wasn't involved in the music of Coco. So there's that. Mm. So that probably is why the music here sounds quite different. I
1: think. Okay, obviously you can do Aeron- your own research. As Aeron- David- no, 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 I believe I believe I'm pretty sure I meant Vivo. What was that Netflix one?
0: Oh yeah, I think there was another Netflix show that he did do. Some I music
1: think he- for. I think I was thinking because he is very like he did the and the music. Um, to the movie In the Heights, In the Heights which is and, all yeah. of, like Colombian and everything. He's been
0: very... He, yeah, he's very prolific. He's So he's I think I was thinking
1: of Vivo. Okay. I think I said Coco because I was talking well, about the... But you were talking who, about... I was talking about Matt's...
0: Yeah, Matt's response to the music of... To the music. Encanto. Yeah.
1: But I think I was thinking of Vivo is what he did the music to. And I didn't mean Co- that he did the music yeah. to Coco.
0: Well, anyway... um, Dave goes on and says, "I haven't watched any of the things you guys have recently. <laughs> you guys have recently talked about, so I can't really comment. Uh, but I feel like I should give Encanto a try. I like the old Star Wars movies. I liked Mandalorian, but I tried the first Boba Fett. Like Roy said, it just seemed too slow, and I haven't gone back." So he agrees with you. So
1: apparently you are just a weirdo for liking that because so far a lot of people have said no. Well, you can't count mom and dad. They don't count. Mom and dad love it. (laughs) You guys also love planes, trains, and automobiles too. Exactly. (sighs) That's taste. All right. Dave finishes. He
0: (laughs) says, keep it up. Your number one fan in Jeju. So. Thanks, Dave. Yeah, been, thanks, Dave. Dave has written to us a lot, Thanks for agreeing with me and,
1: and, and telling me and telling Aaron to let me continue to sing on the podcast.
0: Yeah. Dave has written to us a lot, actually, which we really yes. appreciate the encouragement. And I've been trying to get, uh, I would have been trying to work his, some of his thoughts into our show in the past. But I'd really love at some point for him to actually be a guest and come and talk to us or talk with us. Well, talk where he's from. I don't know what I'm trying to say. What is I happening? want him. Are you I want him to stroke? join our podcast from uh, from where he is and um, <laughs> and share some thoughts on maybe a what's Korean... the time difference? It's big. It's like 14 hours or something.
1: So we would have to really time that on like a Saturday or something.
0: Yeah, it'd have to be Friday. A, yeah. a
1: Friday for a Friday night for us and a but Saturday maybe. Day for
0: him. Maybe it'll work out sometime. Anyway. All right, we're going to take a short break. And when we come back, we are going to be discussing season four of Ozark.
1: Not until our other partner gets here. Partner? So what's this message from Mexico so important you had to drag us all in here?
0: The Navarro Cartel has been made aware that you intend to start producing heroin again. They have instructed us to warn you. Their response is going to be quick and it's going to be brutal.
1: (laughs) We're just the messengers here.
0: to our celebrities you will use your influence i will walk away from my business i will be free of the threat of arrest or assassination and to move freely to the united states omar navarro wants to cut a deal with the fbi what would it take more than he's willing to give do this and you are free of your obligation to me
1: all right welcome back we are going to be talking about Season four of Ozark, and I know Aaron hates when I say this, but let me get real with it. Um, I start. I am going to confess, all right? I started the first season when it first came out, and then about halfway through I stopped. Something else came out that I wanted to watch more, um, and so I did that, and then in doing that, season one kinda took a back seat and then ended up going to the very end of a 15 passenger van um, and then got on a charter bus and just went all the way back there too. So I actually am not at all where Aaron is at. Aaron has seen all all three seasons completely and then is on halfway through season four. Now, in my dedication, As me as a person, I started season one last night at around eh, 4.30, and I got through all of season one, and I am on episode eight of season two, so I have a basic knowledge of what's going on, and let me say something right this second. Just say it. Ron Petty, or Rob, whatever his stupid fat name is, is the biggest... (laughs) most irritating human being on the face of this earth and if i could put myself in this show for one second i would hunt him down and punch him in the throat wow and then i would take him by his feet hog tie him up and (laughs) hurdle him (laughs) off into the water of lake of the ozarks but i would send him with a raft down at the bottom so he wouldn't drown and die because i'm not condoning serious violence (laughs) aka murder i'm just saying that if there's one character that i cannot stand more than anything it would be petty petty fbi agent not to mention all the people that double cross on a lighter note jason bateman whoa let's talk about jason bateman for a minute I don't know if i've ever seen jason bateman in such a serious role before
0: no i don't think i have either
1: and he really does amazing at this like he is phenomenal i
0: have i have seen him in some serious roles since ozark began yeah he was in a film oh man just a few years ago it was kind of an odd film because it was a little bit like a thriller or a horror film, almost. But anyway, but he was, he played a kind of a twisted character in that. Um, and so this is, yeah, this is definitely him at his most serious, I think. Um, and he does a great job. I yeah, I really he, appreciate him. I, I'm i kind of a big Jason Bateman, Bateman fan. I, I haven't really ever seen him anything that I didn't enjoy him in. Mm-hmm. Um, there's been movies that haven't been great, but I always really, when he's on screen, I'm I'm usually enjoying myself, but
1: I think the reason that I love Jason Bateman so much is he kind of gives me a Dave, our older brother. Um, yeah, he's always reminded he me of a our very older big brother, Dave. Yeah, feel.
0: Yeah. Um, so yeah, and so he, so that's a that was a little bit of what drew me into watching this show originally was Jason Bateman's involvement in it, mm-hmm. and hearing that he was play, playing kind of this very serious. Um, character. He plays Marty Bird, who is a very skilled money-launderer who gets into... Mind
1: you, I am still not quite sure what the big deal is with money laundering i'm sure you'll let me know because i'm really having a hard like i get that it's a huge like from this show i get that it's a big issue but before this i had never heard of this before really for those of you that don't know what this show is about it is basically a financial advisor jason bateman marty bird um drags his family from chicago to the missouri ozarks where he must launder money to a appease a drug boss so the cartel mexican cartel um he basically gets in a little too deep talks about how he can start pushing off this money in the lake of the ozarks which if you're not familiar is very much a big summertime place like people in the it's a resort area yeah it's a resort town town. people bring out their boats um it's just a huge kind of It's, I don't know what to compare it to, um, but it's just a resort town in the Ozarks. And so I, I mean, he's good at it, but I'm just trying to figure out what the heck is money laundering?
0: Well, money laundering, and I've never laundered money. So I'm not, (laughs) I'm not a professional or pro at this, (laughs) but it's basically the, it's, it's a, it's using, um, it's, it's basically taking money that is earned through illegal ways drug dealing theft um, whatever any any kind of money that's acquired through some kind of illegal means taking it and using legitimate businesses and legitimate uh, means of money transfer like banking systems and things to make that money uh, to clean it in the sense that it can't be traced back to that illegal activity, oh. so so it's a way to, to basically transfer money uh, out of sort of context where it could be, uh, you know, it could be discovered to be illegal uh, or or acquired through illegal uh, activity, and making it so that it's um, it's it can't be traced back to that activity. Okay. So, and they do that through all kinds of different things: Um, wire transfers from one country to another country, and in certain countries they don't process like, or they don't keep records on where like where the money's transferred from, and so it gets lost. Basically, there's there are places around the world where, like Switzerland, for example, where, or the Caribbean, where people can. transfer large sums of money in and the local government doesn't really track like who's sending that money into their banks and then that money can then be withdrawn from those banks and there's no like written record of like who uh, withdrew that money or if there is a record of it, which in most cases there probably is some record, but um, they don't cooperate with uh, other governments to provide that information. So anyway. Hmm. Okay. And nowadays, cryptocurrency is a huge way of laundering money because people can buy large sums of cryptocurrency and then they can use one cryptocurrency to buy another cryptocurrency and then they can transfer it back into cash into another bank account. And so you can launder money that way. So that's why a lot of governments are trying to crack down on cryptocurrency as well. So anyway, that's sort of what Marty Bird in the series Ozark, is really good at, right? And so he has yeah, he's built a career it. on doing this for uh, Mexican drug lords. And um, then things get really hot. That sends him and his family to the Ozarks and to Lake of the Ozarks. And that's kind of where the story picks up in season one. So let me ask you about the representation of the of the Ozarks. <laughs> so... <laughs> What do they get right, and what do they get wrong? What do you Um, think they get right, first of all?
1: Okay, I think things that... Let's start with things that they get right. Um, The... Let's say in this particular area, I think they get a lot of things, like with character traits, down great. Um, You kind of have the... Put together people, you have the on the fence people, and then you just have those rednecks. And I think the redneck hillbillies are done extremely well. The Lang, the Langmores, uh-huh. I think that that is an accurate representation of <laughs> probably
0: one I of the, I one don't want most... to say
1: trailer trash, but. Yeah. Because that's not the words that I'd want to use um but <laughs> but, I, I well, it, I, but i i just i I just said it, but i don't I said I didn't want to say it. Yeah. I wouldn't say it <laughs> that extreme right um but I would say people that kind of are in that rut of their they, they don't are. have their parents. Yeah. Um they're raised kind of by an older sibling, um a a cousin of a, a friend, kind of that yeah. type of thing they and are, all the adults are just not adults.
0: Yeah, they're impoverished white people. Yes. Which is something that we don't we're not we're not allowed to feel any sympathy for usually in in American oh, media, right? Like But but, but you that's do who they with are. these guys. Yeah. Like I mean that's why like, you call them white trash, but I mean I mean that's the kind of the terminology that even they might use to describe themselves. And but, but the truth is they're just impoverished, right? There's just yeah. a, they're and we know from living in this part of the country that there is a lot of poverty, a lot of uh, people that don't make a, a lot of money or that have broken homes or whatever mm-hmm. that can For be sure. uh, a result of that poverty. So, just poor people, you know, and they're and and then poor people do desperate things, and so they're the wars are involved in a lot of. um you know, uh, illegal activities. Um, Mm -hmm. But I think some of the most memorable characters, probably the most interesting character in the whole show, is Ruth Langmore, right? Oh, for sure. Which is a character that Marty Bird uh, befriends, and he sees in her, she's like, okay, she's got this, you know, very strong accent, uh, southern accent, you know, Um, which can exist in pockets here in the Ozarks, right? Not everyone... Yeah, Not everyone has a strong Southern draw, but they... And most people people. consider
1: it like Midwestern because it's not like super, super Southern like Texas, Kentucky, but it does kind of have that twang. Yeah, Um, it's
0: very strange. I always thought this was odd, having lived here for quite a long time, Yeah, um, that you will meet people who've born and raised in this part of the country. And you would think like, well, I don't really pick up on any kind of accent um but then you'll meet someone else who grew up literally like two miles down the road Mm -hmm. and they sound like you know they're very they have a very you know typical or stereotypical southern accent so there are pockets of people and ruth langmore um she's played by let's see what's the actress's Uh, name
1: her name is julia julia Garner. garner yeah
0: Great, uh, great. I, I think she's actually maybe won some awards, some Emmys or something for this role. But, yeah. um, but she's just kind of a hard, a super smart, um, but very hardened. Um, literally like a teenager. I think when Marty Bird yeah, first she's hires her. She's to help.
1: nineteen because her. And this is another thing. Like her cousins live in the same, like there's three little trailer houses, um, all together. And her cousins live in that same area, but they don't really have that super Southern Midwestern accent compared to her. Um, and so she's 19 because Wyatt is 17.
0: Okay. So that's how
1: I always remember that.
0: So I would, I would say, yeah, there's some, so uh, some things they get right from my perspective, the settings I don't think they filmed this in the Lake of the Ozarks, but the They lake, did
1: some of it. They did some of it yeah, and I think then they, they did also th- filmed it in Georgia.
0: Okay. But it really looks like the Lake of the Ozarks. Like the yeah. lake that they're filming on, the resorts that they're visiting, the bars, the um you know, every, the docks with the, the you know, the uh, pontoon boats and things, mm-hmm. all of that looks very much like the the Lake of the Ozark. So yeah, that part, sure. that part, I think they do really well with. Um, some of the characters they run into, I think, are are spot on. Mm-hmm. Um, the smells,
1: some, for sure.
0: Yeah. This, the part that I think, one thing that I think is a little off, I guess, is... I actually think that the Ozarks, as white <laughs> as white as the Ozarks are, it's still there's more diversity than what we see in this show. Yeah, right? that's what like, I there always saw. Kind of no too. One, there's like besides the Mexican drug lords, right? The uh-huh. cartel members. There's like no one, but there's the only well, you, white people in this. Show. There's
1: you have the one black FBI agent. That's
0: true, but she's not from the area. She's from Chicago, yeah. right? So. Yeah so but so i know that we're not the i think the ozarks are certainly not the one of the most diverse parts of the country but there's far more diversity here but also in this specific
1: in, in this specific area there would be because if it's considered lake of the ozarks which is more to the east i want to say northeast it's yeah. going to be more towards st louis and st louis is a very predominantly um african-american, African-American state or Or, city
0: yeah yeah and then you'd also probably have a large
1: jefferson city as well
0: yep you'd have probably a large hispanic population Mm -hmm. in service anytime you have a lot of service industry jobs in this part of the country there's going to be probably a large hispanic population so that's they're probably underrepresented i think i mean like you know that's always that's always an issue probably but i just feel like there's just it just feels like everyone's white in this show, except for yeah. the the one FBI agent or bad guys, right? Like it's like yeah. you're either a bad guy or you're a bad FBI agent uh, from Chicago or whatever. But so I, I that's a little bit just it just I just noticed it, you know, and it's a little um, weird. The other thing too is this walmart doesn't figure prominently in this scene in this show but man walmart (laughs) figures prominently in life in southwest or in anywhere in southern missouri i'd Mm -hmm. say um and i know they probably just don't want to have to deal with the issues of like filming in walmart or filming around a walmart and i think there might be a couple of scenes where They're, like, in the parking lot of a Walmart or something like a Walmart.
1: Something like, yeah, something like that.
0: But, yeah, so, you know, I don't know if
1: people from... Or a a, Dollar General or a Dollar Tree. Right,
0: like, those kinds of businesses are so, inter, you know, they're so prominent in this part of the country. And um, you can't go, you know, you can't go a mile without coming across... A Walmart, Dollar General, or Dollar Tree, basically, or a right? Come and
1: Go or Casey's.
0: <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, and but I just feel like, um, so here's why I say that is not so much because I think they should just put Walmart in there all the time, but this is a very dark show, like visually, like it's yeah. very like I don't know they there's a film technique they're using or processing the film in a way visually just,
1: and. And, thematically general. as well yeah
0: for sure <laughs> in general a lot it's of, very dark a lot as well of murder and crime and backstabbing and you know all mm. kinds of stuff but it's a very visually dark show and sometimes i feel like it could be maybe not that it needs to have lightness or but i feel like this part of the country is more than just like drug dealers and meth labs and yeah and like opium farms and things like that right and um so i don't know i just feel like if i was if i was making the show i would say like hey let's expound you know let's expand our vision of this part of the the world and and maybe that feels you know i i realize they're trying to create a mood with the the way the show feels but I just feel like uh I just I just don't know. I thought that maybe just bringing in some of the way that really people's lives do kind of depend on Walmart in this part of the country not only for goods and services but also for employment, right? So yeah. so many people work for Walmart. So anyway. That's true. Um but otherwise that is yeah. very
1: true. I didn't think about I didn't think about Walmart or I know I said Dollar General and Dollar Tree but I didn't think about how heavy of a of a of a uh company yeah, it is. It's pr- I mean in Springfield alone we have numerous whether it's a super center or a neighborhood oh, yeah. market. I mean you can't really go 5 miles without running into one. Yeah. And then you can't really go another five or ten miles without really running into another. They're very, very much in close proximity to each other. Yeah. So I think that's a good point. There's, you would think that with it being based in the Ozarks, that there would be a lot more of kind of that, even if it was just a little small Walmart, not necessarily a super center or anything like that. But
0: yeah, and I don't even know exactly how I would work it into the storyline or but it's just such a presence in the Ozarks that, um, like I said, I think it's one of, you know, it's it's certainly one of the largest employers in the region. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's, you know, it's where everyone shops, everyone goes. You see people, you know, you know I mean, that's a little different in Springfield, but in like a small town where I live, like you can't walk into Walmart and not see people that you know. And yeah. that's where everybody goes to basically purchase almost anything. And, for good or bad, I mean that's just the reality, and so um, I don't know if there's a way or a value in adding, you know, in, in making that part of the show. But it it feels I think that would almost give it a setting, you know, a more stronger sense of place and setting than it than it already has. But yeah, but um, so I'll say just as far as season four goes, so far um, the Bird family is still. In quite a bit of trouble. (laughs) And season four is going to be separated out into two parts. So first part, the first part is what I'm currently watching. And it has like
1: seven episodes, I think. Yeah, seven episodes. Which is so weird because if they were doing it in two parts, unless it's going to be, because all one through three have all been 10 episodes. So it makes me wonder if season four will be like, 14 episodes if that's they're what, doing a yeah, seven and seven? Yeah, that's what I'm yeah, they might Because do it's seven. also, season four is also the last season. So this right. is the final season that they're doing. So it may be one that they're going to do another. Uh, the part two will be a seven-episode season to yep. kind of get everything squared away.
0: Possibly, yeah. Um, so the I don't want to give much away at all from season four. Just to say the Bird family, they're still... They're still in trouble. <laughs> they haven't. I. I don't think we're going to see a season of Ozark where everything's like resolved and they're just like, "All right, now we can actually enjoy the lake." Um, yes. that's all of part two mm. of season four. It's just mm. the last uh, seven episodes is just them out playing on the lake. Um yeah. <laughs> But no, they, they're. Um, yeah, th- th- I think one of the big themes of season four is going to be tension growing between the children who are getting older. um starting to develop some you know some level of independence and starting to have perspective on all this the criminal activity that their parents have been involved with right and so um so that's a big part of season four is like watching these kids respond differently and they have very different responses towards their parents and that's you know that's part of this show that i think is compelling it's not just a crime show; it's a family show, right? I mean,
1: <laughs> not <laughs> I mean, like a not like a like show for a your family a, to enjoy for together, your family to watch, because this is it's definitely about, not a kid friendly show at yeah, all. Yeah, but
0: it's about a family. In some ways, reminds me of um, Sopranos, which is a great <laughs> series with an antihero and uh, and all revolving around a family. But um, I don't think the performances here, besides maybe Marty. Uh, or jason bateman's character i don't know that they are soprano level performances because sopranos was just unbelievably Mm -hmm. um just a great great series but um but uh the the other thing that is interesting about these characters in contrast to like a show like sopranos tony soprano was a terrifying character yeah i don't know did you ever watch sopranos
1: I've seen a couple of episodes. Like if they've been on, I I've watched them. I I'm, I'm pretty sure that this I'm a little bit. I'm pretty sure that it's on HBO Max, it's always yeah, it been kind be. of on my radar to watch yeah. it, just because when it came out, I think I was too young to watch it. So um, the, but yeah, as oh, for an sure. adult, yeah. yeah, I think to, it would be kind of fun to watch.
0: The character of Tony in The Sopranos, he's you know he has moments where he's kind of this lovable teddy bear type. Um, But there's never, you never forget that he's a killer, that he could, he will turn on you, he will kill you, he's violent to his core. There's always a sense of that. It's different with Ozark because Marty Bird is very calculating and very smart, and clearly he and his wife, played by Laura Linney, what's her name? Wendy. Wendy. Windy, yeah. So, Windy Bird, (laughs) kind of (laughs) funny name. I don't know why it struck me as funny, but she's plays (laughs) Windy Bird. Um, neither of them want to do evil or take pleasure in evil. Yes, yes, not at all. You know, they're so for if they're sort of on the. I know we're jumping around from show to show, but Sopranos, you know, Tony Soprano's evil from the get-go. You think about a show like breaking bad where you see a nice guy slowly become something evil right and i don't think we've seen that in uh ozark we know they're willing to break the law we know that they're willing to do things that are kind of terrible yeah but but they're not
1: really willing to kill
0: yeah um yeah I'll will just leave it. I won't. I I don't want to say much more about that.
1: <laughs> well, I mean, you can. It's yeah. not. A, it's not a huge deal. I they mean, don't want to kill. We're They'd... on. We're on season four. Like season right, four is right. out. This is my own. So yeah, volition. I would say now,
0: Marty and Wendy don't want to kill. They certainly aren't killers in the sense that they would take any pleasure in it. But I think, as you see the progression through seasons two and three and into four. That that becomes something that they're open to yeah. because their circumstances are getting more and more dangerous. Like they're in their family's in serious danger and they have to make decisions that they feel like are what is best for their family. That's always at the heart of the show is like, how are we going to keep the family together? How do we keep the kids safe? And so on. But yeah. um
1: but anyway. I will say one one good representation was um whenever the son Jonah is super it is getting a gun mm-hmm. and he sends another person to get the gun and it whenever I got my gun it was super super quick like I just had to Basically, give them my ID. I had to fill out a form, and which was an instant, basically background check. Right. Um, but whenever I was talking, like I have, a, I've not done anything. I think I I got pulled over once, and. I got a warning and I think the only reason that I didn't get a ticket is because I had never been pulled over before and the guy was like, "Do you have any idea how fast you were going?" and I was like, "Yeah, I think I was going like 50 and a 45 or in a 40 because this is not my car, it's my parents' car and I was kind of just word vomiting and everything." Yeah. And so the fact that the son has this gun and just with the hunting as a young boy like he's what, 12, 13, like that is a very very like when, and it may be this in other states as well, but specifically in Missouri, kind of once you're five, six, when you're old enough to hold a gun, most of the time, like whenever we lived um, in Butler, friends of mine all the time would go out hunting when they were like six, seven, eight years old. Um, And so that was a very clear representation. I mean, I think of like our cousins Hunter and Justin, mm-hmm. whenever like they were just able to go out with Uncle Mark um, and go hunting and stuff like that. And then whenever they kind of got older, they were able to just go out by themselves because they right. kind of knew what they were doing and all of that. So I, yeah. I did enjoy that aspect right there because he was kind of at that age where he was just kind of taking matters into his own hands, I guess. Yeah. Again, I'm only it's, on season two, so it's
0: yeah. So it it captures the way that there is a uh, you know hunting, fishing, yeah, um, guns in general, you know, and gun ownership are very very common in this part of the mm-hmm. country. So, um, so it's not unusual, you know, even in our family, I think, um, you know, think of our older brother dave who i think he got his first shotgun to go pheasant hunting you know when he was like 16 yeah which is not as young as the characters in the show but you know it's not unheard of to take kids teenage kids or even younger in some cases out yeah. hunting so it's just I mean, part, of I the, think, part of the culture
1: i think dad took matthias um i think quail quail hunting yeah when matthias was like 12
0: yeah, that's, I mean, I started going, I went uh, pheasant hunting with dad starting in, you know, 10, yeah. 11, 12. So, yep. So um, it is,
1: it's a very common, it's a very common thing. And it yeah. may be common in other places as well. Probably more in the South. In the I would mid, say yeah, it's Midwest a lot more common, probably. but it's very common at, to be between nine, nine and up to kind of get introduced inducted? to that introduced not inducted introduced Introduced into the lifestyle yeah (laughs) to that kind of yeah
0: um yep so anyway uh overall i find it to be a compelling show it is um i think most you know i'm most interested i think still because of particularly jason bateman's performance Mm -hmm. um I used I'm not to,
1: a huge Laura Linney fan. So here's
0: the Yeah. I was just thinking about this this morning, actually. I think they could
1: have gotten someone better. I mean, Laura, she does good, but well. But but, the thing um, about
0: Laura Linney is I can't tell if she's if she's a bad actress or if I just find her irritating. <laughs> there are moments when I think she she, I think it's, and I think I settled today on just, she's just kind of irritating to me, but I actually think she's a good actress okay i there are scenes where she comes off a little phony to me but that's true about people in real life as well sometimes i meet someone and they have this they come across a bit phony but then there's moments when she's called on to be more intense more genuine and i think she feels genuine in those moments so I don't know. For me, I I think I've settled on the fact that she annoys me a little bit, but I think she's actually a good actress. And I think she's good in this role.
1: Yeah, I don't I I I probably feel the same way when I when I first realized that it was her as an actress, I was like, "Man, they could have gotten this person or this person or this person." Just because of that same type of thing. I feel like every every role that she's in, I mean, The Truman Show. Think of her as in The Truman Show. Kind of the same type of acting that she does. The same type of character. Um, Love Actually, she's in that same type of character that she plays. Just a little bit different. Any movie that she's been in that I've seen, she kind of has that same type of just character. There's nothing different. You kind of always know what to expect whenever you see her. Mm
0: -hmm. But I
1: do think she does a really good job in this specific character um, of Windy Bird, <sighs> such a weird name. <laughs> <laughs> I never thought that was funny
0: um, until just now.
1: Yeah, how yeah. saying it out loud is kind of like, oh, that's weird. <laughs> um, as Windy Bird is, it's kind of, I guess, it's kind of nice, honestly, that she is, that her character is the way that her character is because at one moment you're like oh okay she really she does love her husband she does love her kids she wants all this to work but then in that same instance you're like okay do you really love your husband because right now it's like uh, i'm not sure what what are you what are you doing exactly
0: i think she plays a slightly I don't think she has any mental illness or anything like that, but I think her, she's a good foil for Marty because Marty, um, the Jason Bateman character, is so steady and so yeah. unflappable emotionally, and her character is kind of the opposite. Um, she kind of that wears is true. her feelings he very on her. kind
1: of emotionless.
0: Yeah. And we know that that's not internally what's going on. I think Jason Bateman does a good job of sort of of sort of acting without <coughs> excuse me kind of acting without acting. um he seems to that's a weird way of saying it, but essentially, <laughs> like it feels like there's something going on beneath the surface, right? And so you yeah. you watch his character and you can tell that there are emotions that are sort of fuming beneath him the surface but he's unwilling to to let them out and whereas her character is very free with her emotions and, and yeah. responds sort of in the heat of the moment and so yeah
1: but okay i know cool. you don't like to rate but on a scale of one to ten from season one to where you're at now what would you rate it
0: um i would give it a seven and a half or so seven and a half eight something like that
1: okay it's what not, do you, with that, what do you hope to see on with the rest of part one of season four and then with part two?
0: <laughs> I don't know what I hope to see. I, I think it's hard to imagine anything ending very well. Okay. I think tragedy has to... Like they this whole series is about avoiding tragedy, you know which which would be the ultimate tragedy would be a death of the immediate family member, right yeah, like one of them mm. dies, whether it be the one of the kids or one of the parents um but it's hard to imagine that that can't that that's not gonna happen at some point, yeah, uh, again, I haven't seen it, they're all alive and well in season four to the point that I'm at, but... Do you um, think it'll
1: have, like, a Breaking Bad-type ending?
0: I feel like it almost has to, where they kind of suffer the consequences of everything that they've been involved with, you know? Uh, I think any kind of ending where they're kind of, like, left to kind of jump on a boat and ride off into the sunset, I just feel like it won't be... (laughs) It's not that it will be satisfying to see them suffer, but it's so un unrealistic to think that they will escape all this yeah. trouble, you know? Okay. Um, now, I mean, maybe it'll be an open-ending, uh, you know, kind of an open-ended finish where we see them in a context where there could be in some danger, but they also could be... Safe and they were just left to kind of wander, and that's a little bit the way the Sopranos ended. Um, and so, and since you haven't seen Sopranos, I don't want to spoil it, but like that's that's sort of where we find the Soprano family at the end of that series is they're kind of in a place where you're like, okay, they're all safe, they're all sound, they're all together, but how long can this possibly last, you know? Yeah, so, would you anyway. say
1: by by have by. By having seen both the Sopran- Soprano's and Breaking Bad, that this show is kind of like a mix between the two.
0: Yeah, it's definitely in the same um,
1: category. Like if the of Soprano's of... and Breaking Bad had a baby, would it be <laughs> yeah, Ozark? The Ozark?
0: Yeah, um, yeah, because it's an it's a story of an antihero uh, who is you know their family is um, trying to be a family despite being involved in some really, you know, just evil (laughs) evil activities, (laughs) illegal activities. So there's a, you know, there's I think what it is, it's like you watch people make this huge moral compromise and then they try to redeem it themselves by um or they feel like them, they feel like a huge moral compromise can be somehow redeemed with the safety of their family or the well-being of their family or something like that. And I think I think yeah. ultimately, though, what what these sh- stories tell us is like there's no real redemption to be found. Like if you compromise to that extent, that there will be consequences, right? And, yeah. And I think we like to watch. I think some of us probably get it, whether we know this about ourselves or not, but there's something secretly kind of satisfying about seeing people, seeing, or seeing people, uh, characters in a story, you know, get what's coming to them in a way, even if we don't want that character to suffer. Um, But there's sort of this sense of like, well, I don't do those evil things. So. I should be okay. You know, like it gives us yeah. a false sense of security in our own <laughs> lives. Like, well, I'm not, you know, working with the cartels, so I should be okay. You know? Um And so I, I don't know if that's, there's much to that or not, but that's kind of the way I feel sometimes. It's like, um, well, at least I'm not involved with a cartel.
1: <laughs> I'm not money laundering. I'm not so. money laundering.
0: I, I might be, because okay. I don't know what it is. So, Maybe
1: I am. I, I mean honestly, I I don't know either. So that I for me, I think my my rating. I mean, I've only again, I'm only on episode eight of season two, as of right now, I would give give it like a seven. Same same, probably seven seven and a half. Just because I haven't gotten further up, um, I think that will change the further I go with it. Uh, just because I know. I, I really was in character development, which for this show, it did a really good job of kind of the first episode. It had some character development, but it also just kind of jumped in, which I really, really liked because I got to know the characters. But at the same time, I I got to just kind of get started with the show. Right. Um, so I am excited to see kind of what happens and I would recommend this not to anyone under the age of 18. It is definitely not kid-friendly at all. There are butts and <laughs> boobs and all the things that young children should not see. Yeah. And violence. toenails the, being taken off and yeah, violence some and pretty awful murder. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it's, uh, so definitely not, not for, for the weak, weak of heart.
0: Yeah, certainly not for, for, I think if you're a fan of shows like The Sopranos or Breaking Bad, you probably would enjoy this. But yes. for, if Which those I love shows, Breaking bad. yeah, if those shows are, are too much for you, then this is probably too much for you. So,
1: yeah, it is not. But I do want to say one last you.
0: thing before we go, because we'll need to wrap up. But um, the Ozarks really aren't that bad.
1: Come give no. us a try. <laughs> we, we. <laughs> We've got great barbecue. In Kansas City, and great free attractions in St. Louis. And, obviously, other things, but, I mean, you've got Roaring River, great park, great state park. In the park, Ozarks? Yeah. In the Ozarks. Um, okay. You have Ha Ha Tonka, which is an amazing place to hike. Um, it's got some beautiful scenery. We're very close to Arkansas, which also, is Arkansas considered the Ozarks? Yeah.
0: The Ozarks kind of spread out across south southern Missouri and then in northern Arkansas.
1: Okay, so we have we go all the way into Arkansas and everything, and Arkansas has some beautiful places. Aaron, you, know, do you it's have funny. the yeah. way
0: that we the way that we think other out like other people outside of Missouri, the way we think they think about Missouri, is the way that Missourians think about Arkansas, <laughs> right? Like, <laughs> like I love we, Arkansas. No, Arkansas is great, but I do think there's a sense of like. If you go, if you know, if you're in Colorado or California or the East Coast or wherever, and people have never been to Missouri, they have this impression of it, like, you uh, know, I don't know what, but there's, you know, sort of a, yeah. a negative impression of it. And we're we're we've spent like this whole whole podcast like saying like oh, we're really not that bad, we're not that as bad <laughs> as that. But then if you ask somebody in Missouri like what is Arkansas like, and we're gonna we're basically gonna describe everything that you think Missouri is like, so.
1: Yeah, probably. Uh, although maybe not. But I mean, Arkansas not, does not. have some. It's, it's the capital of Walmart. It's it's the Walmart capital of the world. It's the Walmart capital. Woo pig suey. Um. <laughs> anyways, Aaron, any recommendations? Um.
0: No, I don't think so. This week, I have just been watching Ozark and okay. a lot of football. So that's pretty much all I've been. Yeah. Watching lately.
1: Let's go Bengals. Yeah. I would love to see no. a Rams Bengals Super Bowl. So, that, that would be, be my... the most boring Super Bowl ever. Oh, you shut your mouth. Anyways, um my I don't have any recommendations either. I was watching Yellowstone, um but that kind of took a stop because I started watching Ozark, so I'm going to have to finish Ozark before I get back onto the Yellowstone wagon um the ranch of yellowstone but i don't know is there anything that has i don't think there's anything else that has come out recently that i would that is on my radar to watch um so i have nothing other than yellowstone so when you get done with ozark Hop on over to Yellowstone. Great show. Um, As always, everyone, thank you for listening to I'm Trying to Like It. We are so incredibly pleased that you enjoy us and just want to spend your time listening. Thank you, David, for telling Aaron to let me sing until I can't sing anymore. Um, Appreciate that because he was being quite the little can't say what i was gonna say but he was not being super nice with not letting me sing because of copyrights whatever anyways if you have any suggestions make sure to email us at i'm trying to like it at gmail.com we also have a facebook page so if you would like to follow us it is i'm trying to like it the podcast slash our hyphen the podcast. you just
0: go to facebook.com slash trying to like it. there it is yeah
1: There it is. I always say too much. And then you always say Facebook. I'm trying to like it. Um, we, We have a Facebook page so you can put your suggestions, any type of comments, rate us if you would like, review, subscribe to our many listening platforms, share it with fellow people. Let's get us a big following here, people. Stay safe out there. As always, thank you for listening to I'm Trying to Like It.